Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. John and Ken Show, KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. Uh, Black Friday, and it seemed to be, if if you believe the hype you see on the morning uh, local morning news, it seemed to be a pretty good Black Friday. I was uh, watching all the different uh, stations doing sending their reporters out. They were out last night talking about people. Some people were camping out. I thought, that, I thought we were done with the whole camping out for Black Friday sales. I thought that was over with. But I guess not. Uh, I guess it's still going on. Uh, KTLA was reporting from uh, one of their, you know, one of their reporters was talking about. Oh, it's changing a little bit. We're no longer seeing the Thanksgiving, Black Friday, 4 a.m. crush at the door, but people are already starting to line up outside their favorite stores where sales range from 40 to 70 percent off. We spoke to Trey Bodge, a smart shopping expert at TrueTrade.com. What I'm seeing right now in terms of the things to focus on over a cyber weekend would be tech for sure. I'm seeing discounts in the 50 to 60 percent off range uh, and then fall fashion beauty, small home appliances. Bodge says wait until December to purchase your winter apparel, toys, and anything holiday themed. Another tip, using online deal sites to save more on top of retailer sales. Many automatically alert you to available cashback deals and run coupons for you at checkout. Yeah, that uh, worked out. My wife has got, uh, what is it, that the Capital One shopper thing i had honey on my computer for a while i know uh, microsoft has got like their own shop helping coupon deal and in, uh, in the edge browser as well so yeah there's a few of those out there and my wife's actually gotten some pretty good deals from some of those things one of the concerns people have had going into this holiday season uh, has to do with uh, safety uh we've seen holidays uh, tend to be 
tense times. There have been a couple of uh, high-profile mass shootings here in the last week as well, one of them at a, at a Walmart. Uh, so uh, safety is of the utmost importance. Blake Trolley was sort of checking in on what the CHP is doing this year. Blake, uh, are you there, my friend? How's it going, Chris? It's going really well. What's uh, what's this organized retail crime task force that the CHP is doing? Yeah, so the CHP has had this task force, but you know, with the the rise in in the these uh, smash and grab robberies that we saw last year, uh, that that really you know, tr- uh, trickled into the spring. The governor actually expanded the size of that task force. And when he did, he touched on holiday shopping. He said people should feel safe when holiday shopping. But, uh, you know, another big part of this was, of course, also just to kind of change the rhetoric on these smash and grab robbers. Uh, the governor, again, when he expanded on this, he also said the state is doubling down its efforts to stop these from happening and on top of that to prosecute these crimes. So what does the CHP do today with this bigger team with added officers. They sent officers all over the state. They sent them to stores. They sent them to malls. And the big goal here, Chris, was to make sure criminals were aware that there were more police officers. The idea here is to increase visibility, to ward off crime before it happens. Uh, So again, they were all over the state. And I talked to some people today who felt like it was a good idea to send these these added officers. I spoke to one woman. She, She wouldn't interview with me, but she did tell me on background. She works in retail. She said, yeah, I'm definitely worried going into the uh, holidays, especially today, that she could be involved, you know, in some sort of high-profile retail uh, theft. Um, here's a guy. I want to go to a bite. This is a guy in Glendale. He says the, the entire time he's going to be out shopping today, uh, thieves will be on his mind. It's scary because we're supposed to bury our head in the sand and not be aware that this stuff happens, but it does happen, and people get hurt. And, yeah, it's, it's on my mind a little bit, yeah. All the time. It's on my mind, especially with public transportation. You know, and that's a really interesting point that he makes. Yeah. You know, Chris, I was thinking about that. Some people are going to be buying these these items and they're not going to just be able to load them into a car and drive away. They are going to be taking these items on public transit. So I am working to figure out if there has been added security on public transit, knowing people are going to be coming home with those those Black Friday deals. Yeah, I know that's a that's a, a big concern. Uh, I've been I was doing an awful lot of radio in the Bay Area here over the last couple of years uh, with Mark Thompson, actually, and I know that some of those smashing grabs that were so high profile, a couple of those came out of that that Bay Area, but the overall statistics seem to counter the narrative that we were seeing on the television. the The overall statistics of of the the retail theft were actually down. But then, of course, we end up getting what appears to be an organized crime spree around the holidays. At least we did uh, in the Bay Area last year, uh, and uh, and I think that's pretty terrifying for people. As as uh, your your soundbite, the gentleman there pointed out, it's going on in the back of his mind that yeah, I could get hurt. This isn't just somebody who's pocketing something. These are smash and grabs, and so that feels almost Hollywood esque, doesn't it? That it, it, uh, that we would have those those activities going on. Well, and while we and, and one thing I want to say is, you know, that initial impact that we saw last year certainly is the reason people feel this way this year. The the reason that they have this anxiety. But you know, smash and grab robberies. Well, they ha- they're not grabbing headlines like they were last year. We have seen some this fall. Um, I tracked down.
down a few. In September, there was an attempted smash and grab at a jewelry store in downtown L.A. Employees actually fought the the, the thieves off, and we've seen Good that. We've seen people step That's up. Awesome. Uh, there was a smash and grab at a jewelry store at the Brea Mall. That was in September. And another smash and grab at a T-Mobile store in Orange County. And both of those, both the Brea Mall and T-Mobile, were in September. So while it's maybe not grabbing the headlines like it once was, maybe there's some headline fatigue there, or just in general, maybe, you know, it's been a couple months at this point. It yeah. still is happening. And, uh, and and again, I think that initial wave that we saw last year, was it was such a big impact. I just don't think people are, are, are shaking it yet. But uh, Blake, oh, oh, sorry, I was resetting there, Blake. Go ahead. No, what do you got? I was just going to say, Blake uh, Trolley is with us as we talk about you know crime around the holidays, especially when we're shopping, the threats to shoppers and to the businesses. So continue with your point there, Blake. Well, well what I think is interesting about this, and, and one thing that uh, I heard the, the KTLA reporter touching on, and I certainly felt it today when I was at the Americana in Glendale's, is Black Friday doesn't have that, you know, that doorbuster feel. I mean, I've covered the last two that I've covered. Um, last year, I believe I was down at a mall in Orange County. It hasn't had that, you know, that intensity that it used to have. Yeah. But I thought this was interesting just touching on, you know, what what they were saying. Um, 114 million people plan to shop today on Black Friday. Uh, that's almost more than double the amount of people who plan to shop on Cyber Monday. So there seems to be this, uh, wow. you know, this uh, narrative that Cyber Monday has completely taken over. But um, no, the Cyber Monday is uh, 63.9 million people. So again, almost almost sliced right in half to the people who plan to uh, to shop Black Friday. And does the Black Friday statistic include in-person and online? Yeah, I believe this is all okay. just uh, in-person. Oh, wow. That's I fantastic. believe so. All right. Yeah. But you're right. We don't seem to have those uh, those those crushing crowds at four o'clock in the morning. My wife used to say, well, let's get a hotel room near the mall. <laughs> so, yeah, that was it. We have a perfectly good house. But, no, we'd have to go stay a night at a hotel room near the mall so she could get up early and uh, and go shopping. Boy, that was just hellacious for me. Uh, Blake, you know, as we talk about people uh, stepping up, and in the case that you mentioned, the 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 customers that were, uh, you know, kind of taking matters into their own hands uh, as the smash and grab was going on, uh, you were reporting on a, a store owner in Corona that that put a stop to some crime happening. Yeah, the uh, the store owner uh, helped police find people who tried to kidnap a woman. Uh, oh. It's a really interesting story, Chris. So the store owner was at home. He was alerted on his phone through an app that sent, you know, it's like one of those Nest camera type apps where it sends yeah. the surveillance footage. So he's alerted that people are inside his restaurant. So the first thing he does is he calls the, the woman who owns the building because she actually lives on site. And he oh. warns her about these burglars. So she goes to a, confront them. She meets up with them uh, in an alleyway. They put a gun to her head, or allegedly put a gun to her head, and try to drag her into a car. Uh, she's what? able to, yeah. And so, but I guess he was already on his way. Um, so he was already on his way. So, so you know, they they essentially failed to get the woman inside the car, and they take off. But he had shown up in time. Uh, that he was actually able to follow the car. And the entire time he's following the car, he's giving police updates on where the car is going. The car didn't make it too far. Uh, again, this happened in Corona. The car broke down on the 91. The uh, the three people who tried to uh, kidnap this woman, they take off. And uh, they, they didn't make it very far. It sounded like they were in a, a nearby business park is where police found and arrested them. Um, all three of them on $1 million bail, I believe. And um, they're all from L.A. County. It was two men and a woman. 
woman. Uh, the two guys are from Long Beach, and the uh, the woman was from uh, uh, Los Angeles. Yeah, and the, is the car still broken down on ninety one? <laughs> is it still holding up traffic? Is that? I wouldn't be surprised. It's the ninety one at the end of the day, so <laughs> yeah, it so could still very well be down. Still there. backed up right yeah. now. Yeah, that's wild. It well, is good a wild on story. him. That's outstanding. I, I'm glad that the owner was investing in the technology and and was on top of that and made the phone calls and reacted quickly. That's amazing, and I'm so glad that the the police uh, caught him. Do we have any uh, notion of whether or not the increased presence of CHP just the just being there has made a difference this year? I mean, are we uh, when when might might we expect to hear? Yeah, I think you know, that, results. You know, one thing that uh, I, I we haven't gotten any numbers just yet, but I'm sure we're going to get some sort of numbers on how much, you know, how much organ or how much retail crime they were able to prevent. We haven't been provided that um, at this time. I think another thing that could be interesting about it uh, is. And, and this would be a really hard thing to quantify, but do, does having those extra officers and people knowing that those extra officers are out there, does that actually, you know, has, has that been an aid to a lot of these businesses and, and giving consumers that confidence to go in and shop? So those are two numbers I think are, are definitely worth looking into, but uh, won't be available today. It'll probably be a couple of days till we find out exactly um, what had happened. I do want to find there's a statistic I have. I want to bring up its... Um, it was a it was a uh, like a snapshot of you know what they've done. Okay, so the task force uh, since its inception, uh, which you know it started it sounds like quite a few years ago, but the CHP hasn't been involved with twelve hundred and ninety six investigations. They've arrested six hundred forty five people and recovered more than two hundred seventy one thousand six hundred ninety seven items of uh, stolen retail wow. goods. And yeah, millions the, now. Yeah, yeah, that's millions exa- we're talking. Exactly. And, wow. and again, this task force has been expanded. So you can, uh, you know, be assured that that, uh, that number is going to go way up. Sure. And the politicians love to, to point out what they've done that's, that's gone so well. So uh, <laughs> as those numbers go up and they continue to do great things, expect the politicians to take all the credit. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I think with the smash and grabs, that you know, the politicians really wanted to get ahead. And, and uh, it, it seemed like the rhetoric, as I mentioned, the rhetoric changed pretty quickly to, yeah, yeah we're going to be tough on this. It's and it basically, when those cost, grabs it, it basically cost the DA up there in San Francisco his job. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it really, uh, it, he just seemed weak on crime and people said enough of that. So mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, Blake Trolley uh, in the uh, KFI newsroom. Always great talking to you, Blake. Thank you so much for your hard work on this and, and have a great weekend, uh, my friend. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Chris. All right. Uh, we'll talk. Uh, one of the one of the things that's got people a little on edge here is the shootings. High profile shootings have gone on here in the last uh, week and a half. How close is 2022 to being the worst year ever for those mass killings? That's next. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken at KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere in your iHeartRadio app. Uh, Chris Merrill in for John and Ken, KFI AM 640. It's more stimulating talk. We just talked with uh, Blake Trolley about the security around the different shopping centers and the CHP's organized retail crime task force uh, that they uh, rolled out. And really just having a presence at those different spaces, um, may deter people from even thinking about committing crimes. It also uh, builds a sense of security for the people that that are uh, shopping there, a certain sense of safety, just that high profile. And as Blake was talking about this, I thought about, you ever ever go driving on the freeway and you see uh, the blue lights flashing up ahead of you and you just instinctively slow down? Even if it's in the, the lane of the oncoming traffic, right? It could be across the median. You still just slow down. Or at least you check your you check your speed. You tap your brake, maybe you check your speed. And make sure that you're driving 
the way that you should be. You just you just sort of dot your I's and cross your T's when you see that. And I don't know if it's ever happened to you, but uh, imagine you're driving along, you see those blue lights, and you go, oh, you get this little, oh, I better check my speed, uh, make sure I'm driving with my blinker on or anything silly. Okay, everything's good. And then once you approach that that vehicle, you realize there's nobody inside. You don't know exactly why that's happening, but there's nobody inside there. I see I, I see that happen all the time around the construction sites uh, where they'll just have the car parked there and the lights are just on. And basically, it's just to, it's just to slow people down as they enter into a construction area. Uh, but it works, right? Uh, it works. So if you are somebody that is... If, if you see that the officers are there, it sort of changes your interpretation of what the situation is. Whether you're driving on the road, you go, whoa, i got to be careful. If you are somebody who's thinking about doing a smash and grab and suddenly you see that there are officers uh, posted at, at different entrances or exits or they're, they're meandering through the, the center of a mall, for instance, uh, along with whatever the security is around that mall, it makes you think twice. It makes you sort of tap the brakes on what your plans for your smash and grab might have been, which is pretty great. I love to see that it's building confidence in the shoppers as well, because one of my favorite times of year is the Small Business Saturday. And uh, Mo Kelly's got a Small Business Saturday show coming up tomorrow night at 6 p.m. If um, if you want to submit your small business for a shout-out on Mo's show, you can actually do that still. We put up a form at uh, kfiam640.com slash small, kfiam640.com slash small. And you have until 9 o'clock tonight to fill out that form and then uh, uh, you know, see if Mo will give your business a shout-out. Uh, take you right to the page and fill out that form and you're, you're on your way to do it. Uh, when we talk about shopper confidence and the feeling of security, uh, one thing that we have seen happen, we saw this happen at the, at the Walmart in, in Chesapeake uh, this last week that there was a shooting that ended up being uh, amongst employees and it went down during in the break room. But we've seen it happen before where there have been mall shootings um, or shootings at a retail outlet uh, as part of this disastrous turn that we've seen over the last two decades of mass shootings in America, uh, it seems that these uh, the people who really want to do a great deal of damage, they target uh, events, and the shopping season is an event. There's no doubt. So in the back of my mind, uh, if I if I have to go to one of these situations, and I'm not a big fan of crowds, but if I have to go, I I keep one eye out. I do. In the same way that when I was flying after 9-11, I always kind of took a peek at all the other passengers on the plane. Just took a peek. All right. Who's the potential threat? How would I handle a situation? All right. From my seat, if somebody comes at us with box cutters, right? I started going through these different scenarios in my mind. And, uh, and so I think it's important to have that presence at these different shopping centers and raise people's uh, sense of security. The You heard... Um, Brian talk about it. The the Walmart gunman bought his gun that day and then left a little manifesto, I guess they're calling it. Um, and it was a little bizarre. It sounds like he was sort of living in this, I don't know, almost adolescent negative fantasy mindset. Does that make sense? Here's what he wrote in some of this, in some of his, um, his diatribe here. He says, uh, uh, he apologized to God, saying that uh, he had failed God and that he was harassed by idiots with low intelligence and a lack of wisdom. 
Associates gave me evil, twisted grins, mocked me, and celebrated my downfall the last day. That's why they will suffer the same fate as me. He also talked about his phone being hacked and that his dignity was stripped. It was the worst feeling imaginable. Uh, he said he was guilty of failing his management team and that everyone uh, that ever loved him by convincing them that he was normal. He said he had wished that he would have been able to start over and that his parents would have paid closer attention to his social deficits. He said, I wish I could have saved everyone from myself. Um, and then he ended the letter with, may God forgive me for what I am going to do. So certainly somebody who is unsettled mentally. Um, unfortunately, we weren't, we weren't able to identify him as a serious threat risk prior to him carrying out this horrid act. The guy needed help. If you're feeling like this guy is, there is help available. And if you're feeling like you would, like you wished that somebody had paid closer attention to your social deficits, if you feel like you're not normal, there are avenues to explore. There are services to help you before you feel like you have to go take a gun and then uh, exact your revenge on people. Uh, it's out there. Uh, Brian's got news for us here in just a second, but I know uh, now that we have settled Brian down, he was concerned why JLo's social media accounts went dark. Uh, I know you're also very concerned about what Ye's plans are for 2024. Brian, I will I will clear that up for you and also tell you who else might be on the ballot come 2024. Some really high profile people thinking about jumping into the race. So we'll give that we'll get that to you here in just a moment. I'm Chris Merrill in for John and Ken KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere in your iHeartRadio app. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. I know that many of you have been worried about what's going on in the world of Ye. Uh, and Ye uh, is making strides in his 2024 presidential bid. He recently visited Mar-a-Lago uh, and he took with him uh, Nick Fuentes, who is a pretty popular Holocaust denier. I mean, if if you're in that world, you know who he is. Uh, Fuentes, who frequently posts racist content in addition to Holocaust revisionism, uh, was brought as a guest of rapper Kanye West, who now goes by Yay, Yay. This according to Politico. Um. Fuentes on his social media site said this past week, Kanye West called me to go have dinner at Mar-a-Lago. Shortly thereafter, he unexpectedly showed up with three of his friends whom I knew nothing about. We had dinner on Tuesday evening with many members present on the back patio. The dinner was quick and uneventful, and then they left for the airport. That, um, uh, I guess that's, uh, yeah, that was what Trump said, is that uh, they were here. It was uneventful. No big deal. They were here. They left. Um, but Ye tells a different story. Ye is now saying that Trump was upset with him. Oh, this has got to be good. What is it that that Trump would have been upset about? Ye actually says that Trump was screaming at him. Mm. Well, this is fantastic. I just I love this kind of dirt. This is great. Uh, and what is it that upset? former President Trump so much that he began screaming at Ye. Uh, evidently, Ye crossed the line. All right. I think the thing that Trump was most perturbed about, me asking him to be my vice president. I- 
Golly. That's awesome. I mean, Ye is just in this weird place, man, where he is just like so incredibly full of himself that he went to former president of the United States and said, I'd like you to be my vice president. It's just spectacular. I mean, this this isn't somebody who, uh, you know, if you had a respected former president of the United States and a member of his own party was then elected at a future date and came back and said, I'd, I'd, I'd like you to be my vice president, they might consider it, right? In the same way that Dick Cheney had been under uh, George eight, uh, George. H.W. Bush's regime, and then when George W. Bush came and said, will you be my vice president? Like, like it, it, it made sense, right? This is him. <laughs> of course Trump got upset. Like, what a slap in the face. Oh, but wait, there's more. What else did they discuss on this uh, this simple meeting on the patio that, uh, that, that Trump said he knew nothing of anyone else showing up? Uh, go on. I think that was like lower on the list of things that caught him off guard. It was the fact that I walked in with intelligence. So Trump is really impressed with Nick Fuentes. And Nick Fuentes, unlike so many of the lawyers and so many people that he was left with on his 2020 campaign, he's actually a loyalist. When he didn't know what the lawyers is, you'll still have your loyalist. Okay. What? When you don't know who the lawyers is, you'll still have your loyal lists. Where you don't know where the lawyers is, you still have your loyal lists. Okay. All right. I mean, it's a solid It's tough lyric. to get that on a bumper sticker, but yeah, okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> and when all the lawyers said, forget it, Trump's done, there are loyalists running up in the White House, right? And my question would be, why, when you had the chance, did you not free the January Sixers? And I- yeah, well, a reasonable question, of course. When you had the chance, why didn't you pardon everyone who attacked the Capitol building? See, and this is why Ye should be president, because he would make those tough decisions. And uh, former President Trump should be vice president, sit back and watch how it's done. I came to him as someone who loves Trump, and I said, go and get Corey back. Go and get these people that the media tried to cancel and told you to step away from. He basically gives me this would-be mob-esque kind of story. Talking to some kid from the south side of Chicago trying to sound mobby or whatever. Trying to sound mobby or whatever. Yep. Uh, that's uh, Don Gotti was always out there trying to sound mobby, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Lucky Luciano. Are you trying to sound mobby? goes into the story about all that he went through to get Alice Johnson out of jail and how he. Alice Johnson was a person that remember when Kim Kardashian showed up at the White House and demanded uh, justice reform. Um, Alice Johnson, I guess, was the person that was involved there. So that's who he's talking about. He didn't do it for Kim, but he did it for me. But then he goes on to say that Kim is a. Whoa. You could tell her I said that. And Whoa. I was thinking like, that's the mother of my children. Okay, so he's still wrapped up on the whole Kim Kardashian who dumped him and then was with Pete Davidson who then dumped her. But uh, Trump was trying, I guess, <laughs> this is just one side of the story. I guess Trump was just trying to buddy up with uh, Kanye. Like, oh, she's a real whatever, and you can tell her I said that. In the same way that if your buddy comes to you and says that 
you know, his girlfriend dumped him. Like, ah, oh, you can do better. She she doesn't know anything. She's she wasn't good for you. Like, whoa, you can't talk about her like that. <laughs> Since we know, and all the Christians in America that love Trump know that Trump is a conservative, we're going to demand that you hold all policies directly to the Bible. When Trump started basically screaming at me at the table, telling me I was going to lose. What? Do you think Ye is going to lose? He's the front runner. It's, it's time to get on the Ye bus now. So he says Trump was yelling at him, screaming at him at the table, telling him he was going to lose. I mean, has that ever worked for anyone in history? To <laughs> you're going to lose. Tell him he's going to lose. I'm like, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Trump. You're talking to Ye. <laughs> you're talking to Ye in the third person. <sighs> Yay, by the way, is uh, in some other trouble, too, because not only of the, the anti-Semitic stuff that has come out here recently, uh, but uh, there were allegations of inappropriate behavior uh, surrounding Yay. And uh, now Adidas has launched uh, an investigation, I'm assuming an internal investigation, into what that inappropriate behavior might have been. Adidas says it's open. This is from... Uh, Channel 7. An investigation into allegations of misconduct by Kanye West, who now goes by the name Ye. Ye. Adidas says allegations were made in an anonymous letter. The company says it doesn't know if the allegations are true, but it is going to investigate. Adidas did not reveal the nature of the allegations. This comes after an article in Rolling Stone that said Adidas board members ignored inappropriate behavior from the rapper. In October, Adidas ended its relationship with Ye over his anti-Semitic remarks. So I, I love the whole Adidas relationship with Ye. And then Ye is putting out anti-Semitic stuff a couple months back. And Adidas wasn't really jumping off the the Ye train. And uh, part of that, I think, is because they had like a billion dollar deal with him. What happened? Uh, and so they thought, what happens? Right. And, uh, and what's crazy here is the more Adidas didn't separate themselves from Kanye, Ye, the more people looked into Adidas history and realized that it was really started by former Nazis back in the day. And it was all of a sudden there was this, there was this history Adidas would prefer people didn't talk about a whole lot that suddenly came to light. And, uh, and that's when Adidas was like, okay, we got to just get, no, you're doing our brand more damage, more than just the damage you're doing to yourself. You're really hurting us right now. So just, and that's when they finally got away from him. If they had just separated themselves from this guy sooner, probably would have saved them a lot of egg on their face uh, in the long run. Probably. Uh, it, over the course of the last, uh, well, let's say from 2015 to 2020, and even 2021, probably the most recognizable or talked about human being on the planet was former President Trump. In 2022, it's not. I will tell you who more people are talking about now than they, than they are uh, uh, former President Trump. Who has taken that top spot for uh, most talked about human being. That's next. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken at KFI AM 640. Live everywhere in your iHeartRadio app. John and Ken show. I'm Chris Merrill in for the boys. The 12th annual KFI Pastathon is upon us. Chef Bruno's charity, Katarina's Club, providing more than 25,000 meals every week to kids in need in Southern California. And your generosity is what makes that happen. You can help. Just go to pastathon.com, make a donation. You can also shop at any Smart and Final store in California, Arizona, or Nevada. 
Uh, no need to go to Arizona or Nevada if you're already in California, though. Uh, and then donate at checkout. Neil Savedra is actually going to be broadcasting uh, tomorrow. He's got the uh, the Fork Report is live tomorrow from 2 to 5 at the Smart and Final in Lake Forest. Uh, 23631 El Toro Road. Stop in, say hi, and uh, then pop into the store and make a donation there. Easy to do. And you can also go to any Wendy's restaurant chain in Southern California to donate, which is an incredible partnership, just amazing uh, that Wendy's has, has joined us in this. Remember, 100% of your donation goes to Katarina's Club. Details are at pastathon.com. Again, pastathon.com. Between 2015 and I would say 2021, basically up until the time he was uh, booted from Twitter, it seemed that uh, former President Trump sucked all of the air out of the room. He was the most talked about individual in the world. My observations now of the last few months are that nobody gets talked about more than Elon Musk. This guy is a lightning rod, the likes of which we haven't seen since uh, former President Trump. He has sort of filled that void that was left uh, when former President Trump wasn't at the forefront of every conversation, both politically, socially, uh, at all the Thanksgiving tables. But Elon Musk really is at this point, and everyone is watching everything he does on the Twitter machine. I'm I'm just fascinated by um, what he puts out. Half of what he puts out, he's just trolling. He knows people are going to come down on him, so he'll just say something nice just so people will say mean things. He'll make an announcement, people will say mean things. And then, of course, you have the, the, the what do they call that, the Alani? The Alana and I, something of the sort, is the, the people that are diehard Elon supporters that, of course, uh, jump to his, his uh, aid in such circumstances. Key advertisers, however, are dropping from Twitter right now, and this is problematic for, uh, for Elon Musk. More than a third of Twitter's top 100 clients have not advertised on the platform in the last two weeks, that according to data that The Washington Post has analyzed. Uh, and that's problematic. It's an indication of the extent of skittishness among advertisers about billionaire Elon Musk's control of the company. Dozens of top Twitter advertisers, including 14 of the top 50, have stopped advertising in the, in the few weeks since Musk's chaotic acquisition of the social media company, according to the post-analysis of data from Pathmatics. They offer brand analysis on uh, digital marketing, tre- marketing trends. Uh, blue chip brands, including Jeep and Mars Candy, we're among the top 100 U.S. advertisers on the site in the six months before the purchase. They haven't appeared there since at least November 7th, that according to analysts. Musk assumed ownership of the site October 27th. So you've got some advertisers that are going to sit this one out and just see where it goes. One might argue, though, that there are an awful lot of eyes on Twitter right now. Elon Musk claims that it's the, the most engagement Twitter has ever had. And so if you're not advertising, you're not getting those eyes on your brand. The concern the brands have, though, is that they don't want their brand associated with something if it goes belly up or if all of a sudden, um, you know, maybe they don't like the direction that that uh, Musk is going. For instance, Elon Musk, uh, you may have seen, is granting amnesty to all suspended Twitter accounts. I don't know if that would include Alex Jones, who uh, he said he would not invite back onto the site. But he's opening it up to everybody. Anybody that had been banned before, they're back. So maybe some, you know, maybe uh, Jeep and Mars, which is like uh, M&Ms and Snickers, maybe they're going, we don't want to be on that site. If our post, our, our you know, advertisement for Jeep Cherokee is going to show up next to somebody who's uh, passing out misinformation in an anti-Semitic diatribe. 
entirely possible they go, there may be a lot of eyes on it, but uh, we don't want to be associated with with the the dregs that are that are flowing through Twitter right now. Uh, one of the concerns I have is that Elon Musk is putting up these polls, is asking, he, he claims to be asking Twitter users uh, if he should reinstate accounts that have not broken the law or engaged in egregious spam. The vote in favor was 72%, he says. The people have spoken. Amnesty begins next week. The issue, however, is anytime you see uh, a media outlet quoting a poll that's done online, what do they always say? Not a scientific poll. I recall, uh, I believe, I'm trying to remember when this was. I, I hadn't been in talk radio that long. It would have been, I guess, 2008? I think it was 2008. And I was doing a talk radio show. Uh, and the uh, the Drudge Report ran a poll after one of the presidential debates about McCain and Obama. And while most of the uh, mainstream media was saying that, and I say mainstream media being the, 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 the large media outlets, uh, were saying that uh, Obama had won the, the debate, uh, the Drudge Report poll was something overwhelmingly in favor of, of McCain. Similar polls came out. You remember uh, President Trump saying that, you know, 90% of America thinks I won that debate, whatever it is. And it's some poll that's done on some right-wing website. The question is, what is the validity of the poll? In the case of Elon Musk, he's putting these polls up, but he also controls the polling numbers himself. It's easy for him to manipulate the numbers. He just sit on his laptop and change those results. So how much validity is there to the vote that comes through? Maybe it's completely straight. Maybe it's totally straight up. But we don't know that because not a scientific poll. All right. Did you get the good stuff for your holiday shopping here as you were out on on, uh, Black Friday? Did you order your stuff online? And if so, how do you know it's going to get to your house? That's next. Chris Merrill in for John and Ken on KFI AM 640 live everywhere in your iHeartRadio app. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 